Hey everybody, this is Cameron Perry, and I'm your host tonight of episode 11 of Jack's Court. And I'm here with my co-host, Shannon Chris. What's up, Jacksonville? And Tony Rochelle. Hey, everyone. And this is, oh, it's April the 3rd, and we're outside of Bold Bean Coffee on Stockton and Riverside. As you can hear, we are sitting out on the street. They are the official coffee of One Spark, and they actually have a One Spark blend that we've been drinking. It's pretty good. Um, tonight, our guest is... Benjamin and Kelly Wilson. Hello. Hi. Hey. And they are with us to talk about Community Couriers of Jacksonville and um, their one spark entry this year. And their number is 20341. Keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. All right. So we're going to go into some updates real quick before we talk with Benjamin and Kelly. So um, what do we got, guys? Uh, see, this past weekend, we went to a show with Jackrabbits. The Mowgli's! The Mowgli's headlined with Mr. Wives and Bird Beds, and it was it was an amazing concert. Like, I went for the Mowgli's, but I ended up enjoying the whole thing, which never happens, can I just say? It's usually, like, the first couple bands, you're like, okay, I don't know you. Shut up. <laughs> they were all excellent. I have two new, um, very likable bands. Mm-hmm. Ah. I'm jealous. <laughs> I didn't go, guys, but it sounds Well, like I bought the CDs, so I'll pass them along to oh, you. Oh, cool. Cool. Um, so, what else? Oh, and we as a group did do, well, no, Shannon did participate, you, you, just you, Tony and I did Art Walk last night. Art Walk last night was a lot I of fun. I was doing my taxes. They had a new uh, <laughs> silent disco Gosh, in Hanging Plaza. that was weird. Which was very, it was very 1984, but I liked it. It was, <laughs> it was just amazing. I'm so sad that I missed that. Well, out of context, walking by, I see all these people gyrating with headphones and lights all over the place oh, and no noise. That's it, like an improv everywhere thing. But they had um, the music piped in. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what yeah. Improv Everywhere did. They had headphones so they could do a silent dance party. Oh, I it think was, it was Improv Everywhere. It was weird to walk by and see out of context. I have some video on my phone oh, of that. No yeah. kidding. Good. That's awesome. Somebody was asking me about that. So, um, so yeah. We should try to put that up later. It was a really packed art walk. There was a lot of people there. It was like, I mean, I had a good time, but it was still like, all right, guys, we need more space. <laughs> yeah, I'm starting to think the footprint needs to expand a little bit. We pretty much all stay up and down um, what Monroe and Laura and mm -hmm. yeah, the um, hub. The, the, and, and everybody gathers in front of... Um, Rudo Gallery and Champlain, yeah. yeah. But it was a great night. The weather was awesome. I saw a lot of people. The, it was it was a very good art walk. Um, so that was those were our two group outings in a sense. Um, and then one of our past topics that we've been anticipating and watching closely, which is also a one spark mm -hmm. entry. You have an update, Tony, for us on Unity Plaza. Yes, they broke ground this past week. Um, there's not a lot to say except that they broke ground, which is <laughs> exciting. It's happening. It's exactly. Happening. Like I, I'm not gonna lie. Like whenever they're like, "Oh, we're gonna make a plaza and it's gonna have an amphitheater and it's like, gonna have shopping centers," I'm like, "Okay, Jack." We have an artist <laughs> rendering. <laughs> we have pictures. We have more pictures. Um, but there's a yeah traffic going on Yay, here. Street noise. But yes, Unity <laughs> Plaza is taking steps of progress which is exciting um, and if you drive by there it, it looks like you know things are happening and um, so yeah stoked. yeah and again they are one spark entry as well yes. pretty much as you've noticed and we probably mentioned we're keeping um, a lot of things pretty tightly focused on one spark leading up to the actual week of and we'll probably do a lot to talk about it the week after as well um, so another update we had was um, Oh, we have um, basically talking about art walk. 
I mean, about, about, no, about OneSpark. Sorry, I'm looking at my, more OneSpark stuff. So what, what we wanted to let you guys know is that next week, we're not going to do a normal show. We're going to do a series of small shows in which we cover what's going on at OneSpark itself. And we're going to try to get them out pretty quickly. We may not even index them. Don't know if we do. It's going to be pretty quick stuff. But um, we will do our first episode. We will be covering the opening ceremony. And um, then we will probably talk about a couple of creators of choice that night. And then we're going to have one or two more shows in between. They're specifically about creators that we um, find um, worthwhile, interesting, and beneficial to the things that we talk about, which is the urban core, the culture and development going on around it, like Unity Plaza, development, culture, both. Fun spark. Um, so we've got that, and then we will definitely be wrapping up with the closing ceremony and doing some coverage of everything that's going on, probably giving a rundown of any kind of information we have on who's doing what in the polls. I think last year they mm-hmm. let blogs out daily. I think, or they put out daily blogs on who was doing... Like the One Spark people? I believe so. I believe that's how it went. So, um, anyhow, so next week, keep up with us so you can know what's going on with One Spark. And um, then the week after that, we will be doing our podcastinators, where we get with Will from Side Hustle and Botter from Shortbox, and we all just hang out and have fun. That'll be our breather after this heck of a busy week, because it's yeah. not a very structured or grown-up show. So, uh, anyhow. We'll all talk right. about comic book movies. How serious can it be? Yeah. It, basically, it's just drinking and everybody being mean to Will. So. <laughs> New show name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, that, will be our, that will be our breather, and we will resume the week after that with our normal shows. All right, um, so let's get to talking with our guests, Benjamin and Kelly, Ben and Kelly. Um, actually, Ben just showed up minutes ago after a delivery. Where did you say you were going? I, delivered, I did a quick delivery from Publix to Delwood, and, and, uh, and then Kelly here did one from Tijuana Flats to the Alibi. <laughs> okay. they, don't, wow. they need food over there. So. <laughs> That's awesome. How late do you guys deliver? Uh, we have delivered over there pretty late. Really? Do you have a cutoff point? No. So, not not <laughs> really. On how much they offer you, I guess. Yeah. Well, it's it's going to be the same price no matter what. I'm never going to really? say I need a big tip cause, to go out at this hour. But uh, I'll I'll always do it for the two ninety nine, and then just uh, people consider how late it is and how much I'm and getting. More. Yeah. So I've never had a problem with uh, being compensated. Yeah. You're right. See, I don't know. I would be like, I am, it's 9 o'clock, I'm at home, I'm not doing it, unless you want to triple me, or... <laughs> well, we're trying to grow the business, so no, right? that's we're true. not I get anyway. super excited when a call comes in. I just... <laughs> yeah, that's I, cool. I, If I had a tail... <laughs> <laughs> it would be lagging. <laughs> so, um, tell us a little bit about how you got started. You said that you got your... Um, you got your business license in March of 2013 and did your first delivery in June. Yes. Uh, well, I worked for Publix for 12 years. And I worked as a stock clerk and then a frozen food clerk. And then I moved into the deli. And then I moved into management. And I was in management for five years in the deli. And I saw I saw a lot of things. First of all, I, liked enjoy, I enjoyed riding my bike. And it kind of always was in the back of my head to try to find a job where I could ride my bike all the time but that's kind of ridiculous for a 40 something year old man to uh, be able to try to be a professional cyclist Yeah, it's a healthy thing too So, but I decided uh, I saw that I kind of noticed that a lot of people would come in 
they would go straight to the prescriptions, get their get their drugs filled, and then they would go to the bakery, get their pastries. They'd go to the deli and get their fried chicken, bypass the the uh, produce, <laughs> go to frozen food, get the pizzas, and and uh, I said there is. So that kind of started me kind of dissociating myself from the the retail selling, pushing the Publix. It's great, it's great. And Publix is a... There's nothing wrong with Publix. Don't get me wrong. I'm not here to say the Publix is an awful place. But I did feel a little bit like a drug dealer. <laughs> we're getting people hooked on it with this stuff, and then we're selling them the cure and the illness. Yeah. And I, and I realized that it's not that people are lazy or stupid. It's that they got... They have their lives are so busy that who has time to work until six o'clock and then go grab and then go home and cook a full healthy organic food meal? Nobody's got that kind of. You're going to be eating at nine o'clock every night if you're going to do right. that. And running errands. That's exactly that's what eats up a lot of it. Honestly, exactly. And I thought that if I could run some of those errands for those for people, that they could make better decisions, better choices on what their dinner could be. That's kind of. <laughs> How I sold it to Kelly anyway, <laughs> um, but and then we started seeing that you know using bicycles it solved a lot of problems here in Riverside and downtown. A lot of other places where parking and congestion is such an issue. Uh, a bicycle it doesn't add to the pollution. It's, it doesn't add uh, to another vehicle on the road. You don't. You can squeeze in and drop off and pick up way more quickly than a vehicle. I can. Business owner's parking spot. Yeah. Right. So we're we're a service for the business owner as well as the consumer. We can uh, we can take stuff to people who are regulars and know what they want. I can take their stuff to them while and then they leave the parking spaces open for you know the the new new customers. Yeah. Uh, so this really it's a it's a parking issue. It's a pollution issue. It's a time issue. And this one little thing solves all of those problems. It's very efficient and. And kind of a feel good, you know. It really is. I do feel good. <laughs> you get to do what you wanted to do. Exactly. It's it's. I came up with a word for that. You want to hear it? Mm-hmm. It's winfinity. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> it's gonna be awesome. my vocabulary now. <laughs> uh, could you tell me uh, how many people are in your fleet? Well, I'm the only one who rides full time. Uh, Kelly here also helps me out. Uh, we've had a couple friends who helped us out in a clutch before uh one of our one of our things at one spark is to be able to hire some more riders we need to consult we need to build an agreement and i don't know about hiring people so i need to get some yeah. help on that yeah that's one of the things we hope to come out of one spark yeah is the uh is to uh, be able to add more riders to our fleet yeah, maybe like um, get some, uh, legal advice or have um, an accountant help set you up with the operational aspect All that of stuff. it. Yeah. yeah, that's that's what we're one of the one of our main things to be able to grow. And when two, two calls come in simultaneously, does not <laughs> cause panic? And one's in Springfield and one's in San Marco or right. something. Right. Um, well, okay. So, what are your what are your set hours? I know that you mentioned that you will do it, but what are your typical hours? It's Lately, it's been 10 to 10. It says 8 to 8 on the website, but it's kind of going to be like 10 to 10. 10 to 10. That's a good thing. And uh, closed on Sunday. But again, I've gone on Sunday before, too. <laughs> you can interject. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
<laughs> so, um, about how many clients do you think of as regular if you have? There's probably about 20 regulars when the number, if you, the once in a while, that number goes up to about 40. Wow. Yeah, you mentioned that Jenny uh, from Chambers is one of your regulars. Yeah. And you just set, She's set a bi-weekly. <laughs> That's really cool. Um, yeah, it's. And I know Jen, um, she really likes to keep everything local and do everything in a very uh, downtown and core area mm-hmm. and doesn't like to drive. So that's really cool for people like her. Yeah. Um, so what's the weirdest delivery that well, you made? There's, there's been a couple of weird ones. Uh, the the, 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 the no one that pops absolutely. into my head... <laughs> I'm not dropping any names. If somebody was naked and they're a very well-known person. (laughs) No, it's it's not that weird. It's just just a little funny. We had a a customer. She had just given birth. And it had been a couple months since she had given birth. And she was beginning to cycle again. Oh, it was unexpected. And it was a doozy. Oh, my God. So she texted me, called me, emailed me, everything. Oh my God. <laughs> Said, I need Aww. stuff immediately. And, and of course, I just I jumped on the bike and hauled ass, got her stuff. And, oh my gosh. <laughs> and uh, amazing. saved the floor. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I, I keep that in mind. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I've done some other deliveries. I've done some other weird deliveries where people want to, you know, like alcohol. That's not even weird anymore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you ID them? <laughs> I will ID the person who I'm delivering it to. Yeah. Whoever else is hiding back there, I can't be responsible <laughs> for that. He's under if, a blanket. And like, there, if there's somebody, I have to give it to somebody who is of age. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so where do you want to see your business in two years? Well, we have identified three basic departments. One is the commercial deliveries. They're like vendor routes. Uh, right now, uh, Community Loaves uses me three days a week. Oh, wow. As well as the veggie bin. Yeah, that's and, so cool. And uh, I'm working with Meteor Street Produce to put together another veggie bin route. Uh, so th- that's going to be one thing. Those are regular weekly uh, things that you can just count on. Oh, and uh, it's pretty easy to set up and do. Uh, those that's one area and then the second area is the restaurant delivery those are wait by the phone the call comes in you haul ass yeah. <laughs> it's a people it, are not used to waiting more than 30 minutes for no food. they don't they don't like to wait a long time for that so uh, that's something that you need to have somebody on call and ready to go at all times for yeah the third area is the area that I started off with and that's the grocery shopping that's where somebody texts me or emails me their shopping list and I go to the store. There's usually not as much of a time crunch on that. Right. Occasionally there can be, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> as in the case we just. <laughs> but yeah, uh, there's not as much of a crunch on that. However, there's a little bit of expertise goes in that in picking out just the right mango, just <laughs> and just the right high so low sodium, low fat can of soup that somebody might yeah. want. And not being the typical guy who's sent to the store for his girlfriend and comes back with the complete wrong product or. Yeah, you right. Totally so there's it. there's sometimes you got to switch stuff out. <laughs> yeah, and I'm willing to do that, and that's a getting to know the customer process that can you know last that can take a while to get to know a customer's preference. Yeah. But I'm willing to put the time in on that because the lifetime value of a customer is is worth it. And you know, 
one of the things is that, you know, you mentioned being 40 and getting to, you know, ride bikes and do stuff all day, whatever, when you were thinking of this, and really, though, this is the kind of job that you're will keep you healthy as you get older and so. keep you you know just more energetic as opposed to the daily grind aspect so kind of good for um even you and health and and, and oh no question <laughs> no question it's way better than sitting behind a desk yeah and or, or the, it's a lot less stressful than public's management i can tell you that so um this is something we like to ask everybody um all of our guests what do you love about jacksonville you know what? There is some stuff I really love about this town. Before I got into doing delivery, my favorite bicycle route was to ride out Main Street to, uh, uh, what's that, where the zoo is? Hector Drive. Yeah. And catch A1A at the ferry and take A1A all the way up to Fernandina. Oh, wow. And, and come back. And that's a, it's about a 100-mile round trip. And I just loved doing that because the... You just get out there and you're, look, you're going through the salt marsh, you're going through the dunes out there, you're going over the intercoastal waterway, you, there's beaches that you're going, and you can just get lost in the beauty out there and the miles just go by and you see there's a, it's a really nice ride. Oh yeah, just, I like to drive that myself. Yeah. I've never <laughs> actually done my bike that far, but I love just getting, when, when I'm in the mood to drive, taking that route. It's a so great place. we have so much natural beauty here. There's so many varieties of birds are out there. You see uh, ospreys, falcons, so many, uh, uh, not to mention the other local birds that aren't quite as exotic, but there's lots <laughs> of different birds. Uh, we, uh, the, the salt marsh is fun. There's, uh, there's just a lot of natural beauty that uh, you can really enjoy uh, by going out there. I also love that there's a, there's a rich history here, uh, not only of... Uh, the European culture, but of also the the Native American culture uh, that before it, it got gone, <laughs> before it got forced out. Yeah. So the I mean, there's been people here literally for thousands of years. Yeah. And we're the ones who are here now. <laughs> yeah. <that's... laughs> you no. Know, a side note on that. Do you know that they're putting a or actually have put a section of. <laughs> They've put a section of bike trail out there where you're talking about that's off-road. Oh, yes. when it's completed, it'll run all the way from Fernandina Beach to, I think, maybe the bridge. Yeah, we've hit a little bit of that. They had a little bit of three-and-a-half-mile segment of that open, and it was it was all wobbly. It's, it's really nice. And we like to, I just like to ride on the they road. They have a sidewalk now, though, is what I think you're talking about, isn't it? That, well, it's a bike path. It's paved bike path. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. goes by Black Rock Trail and... I'm not 100% certain. It's out there by uh, Big Talbot or Little Talbot. Yeah, that would be the one that now hits yeah. the Black Rock Trail, which is kind of cool. But I've not ridden that yet either. They're completing it in sections. The trails are okay, but I like to ride on the road. I just because <laughs> 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 it's just there's a lot of little kids out there. Yeah, and and you have to you have to kind of move a lot more back and forth as opposed to streamline. It. Yeah, we yeah, we we're more destination riders. Yeah, <laughs> we're hungry. <laughs> Got to get to Farnini. <laughs> Well, um, so yeah, so you're going to be at One Spark, and um, as we mentioned before, you're entry number 20341, and uh, where's your location going to be? We're going to be on Adams Street. We're just a couple couple of uh, spots down from Laura Street, so Adams Street near Laura Street. It's going to be, the traffic is going to be blocked off, so we're just going to be right in the middle of the road. Yeah, I saw they're going to have a couple of sections. We've got our 10 by 10 green-topped tent <laughs> that we're going to set up out there. Uh, We've got a little prize wheel that we made out of a bicycle wheel and fork. Oh, cool. Uh, we're going to have some a place where the kids can color while we talk to mom and dad about 
how the services the services that we can provide. Uh, what else we got going on? Uh, Prizes and videos. And yeah, there's vi- videos. We're gonna have. I call it the dump truck. What's that? It's our uh, that's our bicycle with a five and a half foot long trailer. Oh. That cool. uh, that's basically our shopping delivery. Yeah. Uh, our main shopping delivery vehicle that we use for when there's groceries uh, and big stuff. Right. So people can see. Wow, I guess if I order $200 worth of groceries, they can bring it to me all in one go. Nice. Yeah, it's 300-pound uh, capacity. Wow. Yeah. That's impressive. And wow. I've had over 300 pounds on it a couple of times. So, <laughs> so my question is, who, who's going to be doing your rats while you're at Woodspark? We have some volunteers who are, <laughs> we have some volunteers who are going to uh, man the tables, and I'm probably just going to continue doing them, uh, and I'll be down there uh, between deliveries. Cool. So, uh, yeah, we'll continue. We will be open during One Spark. So uh, we have a second we have a second delivery uh, uh, bike set up so that we can leave that one on display. Yeah. Well, it's great that you have so many people supporting you and just helping. That's, oh, yeah. that's so cool. Well, thank you it's for been... coming and talking about this. We're so excited. And hopefully you guys can stick around while we talk about our other segments, which oh, yeah. are, of course, One Spark related because... That's all we seem to be thinking about right now. (laughs) So, uh, Tony, what you got? Uh, I found out about a new whiskey distillery that's going to be opening up, um, hopefully in downtown Jacksonville. Yeah. They have their, their, I feel like they're cultivating their social media presence right now. Yeah, I've been getting a lot of requests from Uh, Yeah, Burlock and Barrel Distillery, um, specifically purveyors of whiskey in Jacksonville, which, fun fact, would make them the first whiskey distillery in Jacksonville. Yeah. Um, And like I said, they're a One Spark project currently raising money because it's not cheap to uh, (laughs) start a distillery. (laughs) Seriously. To generate whiskey downtown, especially. But um, it's these two guys who have gotten together, and we're hoping actually to talk to them later, if not in one of our One Spark blurbs, Um, but uh, one of our entire shows later on. Um, but they are currently raising money for um, their brand that will, and I quote, promote a professional, sophisticated, dapper lifestyle. Is that what it's going to do? Dapper. Dapper lifestyle, I think the yes. word dapper is underused in modern society. <laughs> it's fellas like them that want to bring it back. <laughs> Whiskey and... It sounds like facial I'm, hair to me. I know. I was like, <laughs> it sounds like... Like Dapper Dan. Like, I know. It's like, yeah, I just want to watch a, a brother we're at that. But this is specifically a young age whiskey. Did you... Um, I don't know what that tells or how long they're going to be aging it, but I saw that. That's interesting. But I mean, if you're going to start, I guess you, you know... You yeah, you it. can't say we got it started. All right. In five years, we'll have some. Five years, <laughs> dude. Everyone just hold on. Dude. We might not be on Facebook in five years, but in five years. Okay, we're going to get you excited about this. What like, splitting the batch, like, some to serve now and some to age for later? I'm sure they're probably going to do something along those lines, but yeah. is not the value of a good whiskey is the age? Well, it, it depends. It, it, there's a lot of elements that go into that, but yeah. You can um, drink it, it when it's new. I um, I don't know the terminology for. I feel like we've been talking about craft beer for so long, but that's, <laughs> that's what's in my mind the right now. We're talking about how, yeah. the, the idea of a craft distillery and how they're going to make, be making small batches like the craft brews, and um, it'll be a very uh, concentrated sort of distribution they have. Um, but they're also, you know, they're raising money at One Spark for like bottles, labels, aging barrels, and the raw materials, whatever that is for whiskey production, which I guess is. Corn. Uh, corn, exactly. <laughs> corn and other ingredients. Other ingredients. They're going to hire a cooper. Exactly. <laughs> For their dapper whiskey. <laughs> but I'm, I mean, I'm excited. Like I said, it's something 
I feel like there's definitely a saturation in the craft brew area right now, which is great because obviously it's what Jacksonville loves, but craft whiskey, (laughs) that's something new and exciting, guys, so we should definitely give them money at one spark. (laughs) Yeah, and distilleries, there's a distillery open in St. Augustine, and I've heard talk of another one, Um, so I guess that's the new move through. At least we know what, at least people like to, we know people like to drink. Exactly. (laughs) Got that. (laughs) Wow, that was an interesting muffler. Uh, Cool. What do you got for us, Shannon? I wanted to talk about um, the thing that caught my attention the most was the Aqua Jacks project, and that is people who are trying to... I don't think that the funds they raised from OneSpark would be enough to build the aquarium. (laughs) Probably to get the... Yeah, Yeah, to get the campaign started to solicit investors and things like that. But basically, they want to bring an aquarium to Jacksonville, which I am fully behind because I think aquariums are awesome. That makes sense. We're a coastal town. Why don't we have an aquarium? Seriously, like, how has that not happened yet? But it would be a really great asset for us. Um, they have a neat little video on there, and I feel bad talking about the competition of sorts, but um, yeah. I think it's really neat because everybody's getting a you know piece of the OneSpark fundage. But if you're interested in that sort of thing, they have a video on there telling about, they really did their homework on this. They really checked out the numbers about how many people visit the state of Florida for tourism and how many of those people actually visit Jacksonville. Not very many. <laughs> we're not a destination. No, we're not the destination. People fly over us. People drive through us, but they don't stop. So having a world-class aquarium would really bring more visitors, more tourism to Jacksonville. And like all these things are developing, we should have people here. People don't really know what a hidden gem Jacksonville is. So, And it just makes sense. So we have beaches. We have the intercoastal waterway. You know, we have all this water. So it would bring a lot of good things. We're beautiful. Yeah, we're beautiful. <laughs> we're stinking hot. I mean, we are. We're the river city. How do we not have an aquarium yet? And I actually had never been to an aquarium until I visited one in Tennessee. And I kind of, I'll be honest, I, my mom wanted to go. And I was like, meh, okay, we'll go, mom. I thought it was going to be kind of, you know, not that great. And I was enamored. <laughs> I loved it. The Tennessee Aquarium is awesome. So hopefully we can get something on par with that if, if this does come to fruition. But... Do you know where they where they want to build it? Uh, yeah, I think um, the proposed site they were talking about was either adjacent to Metropolitan Park or in Metropolitan Park. So I don't know if they'll wipe Metro off the off the map. I'm not really <laughs> I'm sure. sure. There's a lot of people that love that idea. But <laughs> yeah, it would be quieter. people. Yeah, yeah the, the aquarium's the really loud though. Quiet. That would be the, that would be hilarious. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that stage down there is getting really dilapidated. Mm. It's going to fall down if they don't tear it down. Yeah. Oh, wow. It wasn't even in use when we went to the Natural Life Fest. They set up an, a separate stage. I yeah. thought it was really interesting. Wow. But, um, yeah, it would, it would bring tourism. It would create jobs. And like they said, for other cities who have had aquariums built, that it would uh, create associated jobs. Restaurants that would set up nearby would bring a lot of business to the area. Um, also something that I was thinking about, I think it's, I'm going to name the wrong school because I don't know which one it is, UNF or JU. One of them is doing a brand new um, aquatic education program with a floating classroom and everything. So That's going to be JU. It's JU. Okay, I always get my facts mixed up. That's what I'm good at on the show. <laughs> but something like that, we have the aquarium. People could they're going they're going to include an area for people to come and study who want to learn about marine biology. So that would bring even more people here to go to school to study to pursue their career. So it would just really bring an influx of the right kind of people to Jacksonville. Not there's the wrong kind. It's a really weird thing to say, but you know what I'm saying? People who want to help the city grow into the thing it's going to be. Yeah, so, I don't know. I just thought that would be definitely one of the things I'm going to check out when I'm at One Spark. I'm pretty excited about it. It's definitely an attraction that we don't have yet. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. It makes no sense given our geographical location, of course, as you mentioned. It's 
definitely something. I, I foresee it being pretty big at Winspark because last year, one of, another one of the great, um, one of the big uh, vote getters was an, an exhibit for the zoo. It's something to do with lions or something. I don't remember what it was. They had like a really cool interactive thing where you could like walk through or something like awesome. this oh, little thing in the library. Tiger thing that they're doing right now. Uh, I think so. Maybe okay. that's what it was. But anyway, I know that um, people were really excited about that, and I can see I can see where the aquarium is going to do pretty well. I'm hoping that it'll get enough funding to get to the next level, like proposals written for uh, investors or don't you know sponsors or whatever. Yeah, naturally, um, they're collaborating with the zoo. Ah, so that's good. They'll have yeah, some I guidance. Think some, some of the co-creators or some of the people involved in the project, at least, are with the zoo. So they hope to work out something where you could take like a water taxi from the aquarium to the zoo and just use the water taxi in general. They want to get paddle boating. They want to really see people utilize our river better. Yeah, you've heard about the... Did you just mention that? Because I was zoning out for a minute. The canoe to the zoo thing? <laughs> I guess that's the idea. They didn't... I don't remember. Yeah, there's a new... Uh, there's a new promotional thing going on where they it's called canoe to the zoo and that's basically what it is wow. not specifically just a canoe but you know it's basically use the water to get to the zoo and i guess they have like an entrance area there now yeah. well they've had that for a while a lot of people don't know about that if i'm not mistaken i'll have to fact check it if you go by water to the zoo the admission is free which I always found terribly ironic because if you can afford a boat, you can probably afford to go to the zoo. What if you just jump in and swim? Though? I know. That's what what if you're like, hey, look, man, I really want to go to the zoo. If I'm you will brave the Trout River, you deserve to get into the zoo for free because your hospital bills will be more than that. I'll They've had it. that talk for a Let's while, and I'm pretty sure. I mean, don't quote me on it. Check it out. You guys know I get my facts mixed up. But <laughs> yeah, don't believe it. You heard it here first. Uh, so, Tony, you had another topic. Oh, uh, very briefly. Uh, we were at Memorial Park a couple weekends ago, and I didn't realize that there's a Memorial Park Association. Um, I feel like every time someone goes to say a specific title yeah, or a point, a fact, a, a keyword, a keyword. Oh, we're no. just doing this right here where it's nonsense. We're quiet. Yeah, no, and a bus. Yeah. Okay. So, um, if you live in Riverside or in Jacksonville, you're probably familiar with Memorial Park. Um, but there's uh, a Memorial Park Association that has been out there recently um, publicizing their One Spark project, because as we all know, everyone has a One Spark project this time of year. Um, but they're basically publicizing how um, it was originally built, oh, go figure, as a war memorial. Um, and I um, actually knew that. I read the plaque. No way. A great war. <laughs> yes, a great war, or World War One, as it's known in America. <laughs> um, but uh, And they are raising money because they want to revamp the fountain, which... I've never seen that fountain not look it's sketchy. So sad. <laughs> they put water in there. I know, right? Did you see that they put water yeah, in there? To stagnate. Uh-huh. Because it's, the pumps are never on. <laughs> well, there's no beer cans in there. <laughs> or bumpy. It's such a pretty fountain. I love it. Yeah, it's depressing. Yeah, exactly. And um, they said that the it used to be lit up. Like, it used to have all sorts of light fixtures. Um, the fountain used to be... I don't know, animated, I guess. Um, but they're basically... Yes. <laughs> there were fireworks. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but, uh, but they're raising money basically to revamp it, which I think is um, is valid. Memorial Park, I think, is one of the most utilized parks, definitely in Riverside, if not the city. Every pretty um, day I go by there, it's just packed with people. It, mm-hmm. it looks like a Norman Rockwell painting. There's just all exactly. this color out there. <laughs> yeah, I think people use it more for what you think of an urban park being used for than There's any so other park There's so much frisbee golf happening. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. There's so many. Um, what was the one kind of dog we kept seeing? I forget. I think I saw like a million Boston Terriers I would say like a Yorkshire Terrier. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like everyone brought their dog. <laughs> There's a lot of squirrels. That's my so fave. Um, yeah. So, 
that was my project that I saw. Oh, I wanted to, I wasn't going to steal your point just in case you were going to make it, but I was reading up on that one today, and they said it was um, designed by the same person who designed Central Park, or the same group, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I heard that. Mm-hmm. You read that maybe on the One Spark entry or something. So, I think they want to educate people about the history of it, you know, yeah, and, and the morbid statue. Yes, <laughs> I love the morbid statue. No, I mean, I can love you imagine it. if it rotated? <laughs> <laughs> yep, that'd be so horrifying. <laughs> well, cool. Um, so I guess we're going to talk about our picks coming up for the weekend and week to come. So that means actually mm-hmm. we got a full week because there's a lot of. One spark things um, spark. building up, and we are going to cover that as well. The uh, opening. So, um, Tammy, what's your pick? <laughs> what's your pick for the weekend? I think you threw her off because you looked at me and said Tony. Oh, all right. <laughs> Shannon, what's your pick for the weekend? Oh, do I only get one? Are you talking about creators? Well, that, or or apparently, Tony doesn't have a pick for the weekend. I'll pick one for her. So you can take her spot. <laughs> well, if you mean for one spark creators that I want to check out, uh, no, no, no. Oh, for my event. Yeah, just oh, a normal event. Swamp Radio Jacks. I've been talking about it every week, so I'm yep. so excited about it. Sunday, the sixth of <laughs> April at the the Times Union Center. I already forgot what it was, but I'm going to be there. So we'll post the we'll post um, the specifics. Yeah, I got the, the for um, it is at six p.m. Tickets are starting at or it's at three p.m. Times Union Center. Tickets are starting at thirty five dollars. It's the How's Your Mama and them. How's uh, your mama yeah. and them? <laughs> and it's live, and it looks pretty cool. I'm to be said with an accent. Yeah, <laughs> it has to be. I brushed up and listened to their last two podcasts, which I think are just basically the shows. <laughs> yeah. But, and they had them on dub, um, on NPR the last two Fridays in a row, and I'm, I'm pretty stoked about this one. So I will be there. Hopefully you guys will be too. Cool. Yeah, we're going to do the One Spark um I I, we, I mean, think we've done a lot of ones work. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Okay, cool. I and, just misunderstood. Sorry. <laughs> so, what do you have any other recommendations going on for the week? Oh, that was it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, so, some of the other things going on around town um, this week is, well, it's Riverside Trolley Week. It is. Yeah. Trolley Week. So, as we all know. Oh, I want a soundboard. <laughs> we all know that's Friday and Saturday evening from 6 p.m. to 2 a.m. It's $1.50 each ride. $4 for the whole evening. Um, unlimited riding, but you do want to get those in advance because Sell the line out. on the bus. Yeah, they sell out really fast. The lines on the bus take a while, and you just really hold up everything. It just really gums up the works. Just go get them ahead of time. <laughs> but if for some reason you're not able to, you can get them on the bus. And there's a list of um, businesses along the right, uh, along the way that will um, <clears throat> sell for you, sell them to you. And um, Check it out because we'll put the link up for their website, but there's a lot of information as well as a map that shows the buses as they move around. It's really accurate and cool. It is really scarily accurate. Yeah, so the Riverside Trolley, night, ride, fun, awesome way to get around and do some cool stuff. And this is going to be a great warm weekend. The last two weekends have been kind of cold that they've had it. Yeah, it is going to be a nice weekend for riding the trolley. Also, if you happen to only have your card, they do have the square people on there, I think, still um, mm-hmm. taking cards. Yep. But um, if you put a 20 in the thing, you're not going to get <laughs> yeah, changed. Don't forget you are that, out of luck. The, don't forget that the bus doesn't get changed back. Um, you got to have the exact money. But it also, it doesn't give you the $4 one either, just the one fifty one way. Um, so also, this Saturday, Community First Saturday Street Party featuring One Spark. That's 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. Where Hogan Street meets Riverwalk is where they're having it this time. Um, they're going to have a lot of things going on, like uh, One Spark Mixer, Armada Merchandise, Craft Beer. Um, hey, you know what I heard? 
What? You know the songwriter residency? That's what I was getting. That was my yeah. next word out of my mouth. I know. I was like, well, let me jump in there. <laughs> um, and they say there's going to be new food trucks. I don't know if that means new to Community First or like some grand mm-hmm. unveiling of something like the Middle Eastern food truck, <laughs> the Indian food truck, the Ethiopian food truck, the food trucks. Some real street food on the street. Yes, <laughs> um, okay. It's um, it is a new trend of like instead of food trucks becoming brick and mortars, all the brick and mortars are brick and mortars. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty awesome. That's pretty cool. Um, and then also this Saturday, one of our favorites. Robin Rutenberg with Little Books this week here where we're recording tonight at Bold Bean. That's a free show at 8 p.m. Little Books, I've listened to a couple songs. Um, pretty cool. I really like the sound. Of course, um, I'm in love with Robin anyway. So, um, And then you've mentioned Swamp Radio. Wednesday is the big kickoff of One Spark. Starts at 11 a.m. and goes till 6 p.m. and we'll have the normal run of things. And then that evening is the big opening ceremony at 6 p.m. at Hemming Plaza. There's the One Spark After Dark. Oh, there's gonna be a lot of bands. There's just gonna be a lot of excitement. All kinds of cool things. Surprises supposedly. I mean, it's just gonna be like crazy, crazy circus fun downtown. Um, and uh, so check that out. We will be coming with you, coming to you. Hopefully, we can get our shows turned around pretty fast next week and actually people can keep up with everything and um kind of like a recap at the end of the day yeah yeah we'll we'll figure it out we'll let you know more but do expect to hear some details about one spark um from us and coverage of the opening ceremony so uh thank you guys um ben and kate for or i'm sorry kelly i'm so sorry yeah, i just forgot for being here with us tonight we really enjoyed that and we, we really hope too. your we hope your project does really well we're excited for you we think it's a great I think the wonderful thing about One Spark is not this. Sure, it's a competition because there can only be one winner of the most <laughs> votes. However, we do well by pushing each other. Yeah. And we are going to have other. We're going to be pushing some other some of our One Spark uh, friends at our table. Uh, the Caddyshack Ranch, the Old Dog House, Woo! Old uh, Dog House, Old Woo! Dog House. Yeah, that's, we that's a like cool one. white faced dogs. <laughs> <laughs> That's and cool so, so we, it's, yeah, the veggie too. bin, uh, should be down there. The bicycle. Yeah, there's another bicycle project uh, where he's building electric assist bikes here in town. Oh, uh, yeah. I there's also one. Emory Bicycle. Yeah, those where, custom made for lifetime warranty yeah, bikes. Yes, yeah. So they're going to, bicycle manufacturing is done in China. And Jacksonville now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're next door too. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's so the, some of the bicycle theme stuff. We like animal stuff. We like veggie stuff. Oh, and the share the um, one road campaign. I don't know about that one. Oh, that's the North Florida Bike Club. Is oh, their right. their program to help make public awareness PSAs for all over Jacksonville, so people can learn how to freaking drive with bikers on the road, cyclists on the road. It's Very all important. of us. Much all of us needed. need. All of us need improvement. Yes, well, yeah, but it's it's a great uh, yeah, both communities. That's right? what it is. It's to teach everybody as a community how to handle the aspect of cyclists on the road, and it's a great great idea. Right. So uh, yeah, so we're just super excited about all. Not we want to do well, but we want to bring as many other things in there and cross yeah. merchandise as you cross you're promote. Cross yeah. promote. <laughs> well, and I think that's what's making the city thrive at this particular time in history is how everyone we talk about this all the time how everyone's cross promoting so what are you guys getting into this weekend? Uh, I'm going to be doing down at the Community First Saturdays. Oh, yeah? I'm, I always like to get down there. Uh, I'm going to be uh, always I'm always up at Ram uh, and I'm just meeting people talking to people I help uh, Matt out at Bike Jacks and the Bike Valet sometimes yeah. 
love the bike valley. <laughs> I, I like to go look at the... Uh, I have some friends who always market down there, so I like to go keep up with them. I just like to get out and go back and forth, especially when we have both on things on the same day. Yeah. Lots and lots of excitement. Do you uh, know if they do the taxi between the two, the river taxi in between the two still? You know, they, I, I think so. I know that they were. I hadn't heard anything, and I was hoping that they still are. That was- it's Well, it's a, such a quick walk, and if you're, if you're a local, you should be taking your bike down there. Yeah, <laughs> that's true, but sometimes it's a good excuse to be on the river taxi, because right. otherwise I have no stinking excuse all year round to ride that taxi. <laughs> So right. I want to do it. Just, just for the hell of it? Yeah. <laughs> I love the river taxi. Yeah. I've done that too. Just get on it and ride. Yeah, it's relaxing. Hang out. <laughs> Until uh, they kick you out. Uh, yeah, so that's what that's what I'm going to be doing uh, this weekend. Cool. Well, thanks a lot. And um, I guess that's wrapping up for us. We've got a busy, busy week ahead of us. And Tony? <laughs> um, if you guys have any questions or comments for us, we are jackscorecast at gmail.com. We are also all over the internet um, on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or Blogspot. So thank you guys so much for listening. Hey, have a good night. And we will be with you shortly. Woo! That was fun. Thank you.